to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hola, amigos. You have made it to the weekend. Pumped, excited, you ready to get going? NFL kicked off yesterday. I know the professor is happy, and he should be. They, uh, Buffalo Bills did a pretty good job of doing that, didn't they? Hey, you know what day of the week it is. It's Friday, Friday. Now, you know what? You know what? The NFL season started. You get the remix yeah, today. That's right. We so Should be. Friday. Here we go. My kids learn this in kindergarten. Yep. And Sunday comes after work. Yep. You can do it in Spanish too. Indeed, it is Friday, September 9th. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation if you like so. On the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line, super pumped. It's finally here, our first Friday, where the question of the day should be fun. You know how to do this. We'll hear from the professor here shortly, but you already know. If you're a listener to the show, if you're not, welcome aboard. Glad you're giving us a try, buddy. We'll take your phone calls over at the LaRose studio, so tell him hello, and he'll be more than happy to chat with you. As always, we welcome you, and... Look forward to hearing from you here as well, not only about the Saints, the Tigers, the Wave, the Colonels, the Cajuns, the Lions, and even the Eagles, as on Tuesdays we always speak to a handful of coaches of those teams. And that's kind of one of the reasons, right? By the time we get to the weekend, we've heard from them, from the game before, the game coming up, things of that nature. So I'm always pumped when we get into that. Also, with the professor, since he does, you know, a pick'em show and a betting show. Now it started yesterday. It debuted over there at Boomtown on the Best Bank, 10 to noon on Thursdays. Want to bet with the professor, Mr. Nick Harrison. So Nick, I figure we're going to look at some college games coming up at 1245. We'll do the NFL slate. It may take us 145 and 245, but at the 45s, we'll be looking at games. They got some fun games. They legitimately have some fun games. Um, and there's one in college in particular that I think is going to get some some attention and I'm interested, you know, and that's over there in Austin, Texas. Nicholas oh. Saban, the one Eric Sarkeesian, you know. I mean, he's already in a bad mood, right? The last time yeah. he said we went to Texas, we got our, you know, handed to us and stuff. I mean, that 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 would be here. It is air quotes, Nick. The signature win for Sarkeesian with, with Arch Manning <laughs> coming, right? With Arch Manning, I'm just I'm just saying it's a little storyline there. I don't know if Texas is ready for Bama, but. Yeah. Well, that's a huge line. I don't know it off the top of my head, but of course, Alabama 20, is heavily, 20. yeah, he- heavily favored and thinking that they covered by yeah. Gus almost, Johnson on the call, just about covered by the oh, half yeah. last week. Yeah. yeah, Alabama's. I would take the halftime line for Alabama. That I was talking to somebody yesterday. <laughs> There's it was like a the halftime line. <laughs> There's the, half-time the best line? bet of the year okay. is Alabama's halftime line. Oh man. Just, Take the halftime line every single week, <laughs> and you're going to come out a, like a bandit for the entire college football mm, season. Mm. <laughs> yeah, when you're looking at halftime lines, it's probably never a good thing. Look, uh, my, my buddy Ray Canizari works out with me. We're doing cardio. I hit the wrong button, by the way, this morning. Nick, I dropped the kid off, get there, try to get my hour cardio in, as you know. And, um, dude, I, I did like the work. I wasn't paying attention. I was yapping. You know, he's wearing his hurricane stuff. He's giving me the business. We, we got your guys. And I'm like, eh, well, you know, we play running backs at quarterback. I, I'm hoping the U can beat Southern Miss. But anyway, they're favored by 25. So we're yapping. I didn't even pay attention. Hit the wrong workout button. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like stadium climbing stairs mode, which I was not mentally prepared for. I, I likened, Ugh. 
and use the analogy. I use analogies a lot. And, I, I, you know, being a sports person, Nick, it's sort of like the backup. You know, we saw it a couple yeah. years ago when Breeze hurt his finger out there in the West Coast, and Teddy B said, I, I wasn't ready. We, we've had mm-hmm. instances of the backup not, not ready for that game. That was me. I went out last night. I hung out. I showed up. I didn't even look at the playbook. Then all of a sudden, the, the starter goes down, and I'm in. I was not prepared. Like, you know, normally there's a good five-minute warm-up, right? You know, like, like you have, like, the one little dot on the graph. It went right. from one to, like, 20. And I'm like, man, this – you know, I know I'm a little sore, but and I look down at it, the level's 55, dude. I I don't do level 55. You know, I, oh I'm 46. God. I do like level yeah. five to 10. You know, maybe 30 on a day where I maybe ate too much, but level 55. I mean, a former football player is looking at me. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing." But then, and you know this, Nick, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, just the. Well, he's like, "Well, you're not going to quit, are you? you? Start over." I'm like, "Well, you know." Can't. And of course, one of the trainers said me, he's like, well, you, you gotta finish it. I'm like, dude, I, I'm scheduled for an hour of cardio today. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally three minutes in and I'm, you know, I'm breathing yes. heavy. I mean, you know, I mean, I got a family yeah. to worry about, Nick. I got a show to do. I mean, I can't, you know, I mean, <laughs> but like, I did it. I did it 60 minutes, dude, on level 55. And I'm, uh, I'm the done. people don't know. Me and Gcat text every morning, and my usual text to him around eight o'clock is, "Don't die, don't die, don't die at the gym, <laughs> bro," because that it man is. pushes it. it so is. that that I'm not that doing it on purpose. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing <laughs> it on purpose. Um, but yeah, but you know, watch kind, those butts. It's kind of one of those things too, where you're sort of like you, a couple weeks ago when I did the media game. You know, mm-hmm. where my wife's like, what are you doing this for? I'm like, well, you know, I want to see if I can still play. You know, I mean, in my mind, the mind still does that. So that athlete mentality. You know, I was like, well, you can't quit. I paid, dude. I was not happy. I sent a picture of my wife. I'm like, just dreading. She's like, good. I'm like, for who? I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm like, I normally enjoy my gym time. That was not enjoyable. But uh, anyway, so we're talking about Southern Miss in Miami. As you know, on Tuesdays, we have those coaches. So we'll talk a little bit about that. LSU fans should relax. huh? Should it be a nice, relaxing weekend. But at the same time, it's a big game for Southern, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Uh, this is a big deal for HBCUs in general, uh, with the deal that LSU has where they're playing Southern this year and they're going to play Grandma State next year, uh, at Death Valley. So it's really big. I wanted to go to the game. Game completely sold out, which is understandable because it's sure. two Baton Rouge teams playing against each other. So I get it, you know, and, uh, that should be, it should be a fun atmosphere, oh. uh, for that game tomorrow. And it should be a good chance for Brian Kelly. To kind of flex a little muscle against Southern, but if Southern gets in there and and makes this an actual competitive game, mm-hmm. my goodness, um, you're gonna have more people showing up late to these press conferences. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you, you've been a part of this as, as you came to us from Monroe and Grambling up there, and you know been part of the game. You were the sideline, did color, did play by play, did all that. So you've been a part of the Grambling Southern games. And, you know, obviously, what I, I said it yesterday when we spoke with Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers, the human jukebox. I mean, the band, dude. I yeah. mean, just because it's not ju- – I mean, yes, halftime shows. Uh, they don't stop playing, do they? No. They they, they don't. <laughs> they, they just keep going. They got songs on top of songs on top of songs on top of songs on top of songs in the songbook uh-huh. that they're going to play. The but a time. lot of times – in games like this, that's one of the main attractions Absolutely. is the band. You know, there are times where Grambling has been invited to go play against big teams like Arizona, Cal, you know, go out to the West Coast just in part because of the band. Yeah, Southern the plays at halftime of Saints games a lot of times or pregame. Yeah. Time. Absolutely. Like they've gone and done it. You know, they played at the Super Bowl. They've been in the Rose Bowl parade. You know, bands like Grambling, Southern, uh, Jackson State, other bands from HBCU, from the SWAT. You know, it's, this is one of, this is a big attraction for a game like this is the band. So there are going to be a lot of people who are there basically just to see what the Southern band is going to do at halftime. And look, right around now, around this time, this is when a lot of those HBCUs are, are facing, you know, group of five. Power mm-hmm. five, whatever. And they are what they are. And look, you know, Tulane is hosting Alcorn State. And, you know. Oh, I gotta I, stop you. I gotta stop you because you and your boy were saying it yesterday and I was talking to, uh, uh, the play-by-play guy for, uh, Jack Benjamin, mm-hmm. uh, the guy for Nichols, yeah. uh, today, uh, cause he's doing that game for ESPN three or ESPN plus, I right. think. And it's all corn. All, it's or all, all corn. All. And the, 
So all corn, not Alcorn. People from all corn will go crazy if they hear you see Al, say Alcorn. So, please, so, so look at all it, corn. look at it as a, as another L, two L's, all corn. Yes. Okay. So, all corn. So just add another L. Yes. Okay. That's good. All right. The fact that they're in town too as well though, man, that's a, that's a program that you heard Willie Fritz say earlier this week. Uh, they're big, big line, yeah. big running back. Yeah. And you know, uh, there, and you know about a little bit about the Alcorn program because, uh, their coach, their former coach came and coached at Southern Miss for a while. Uh, Jay, mm-hmm. uh, was there for a good bit. So it, you know, they have a good program. They're one of the elite programs in HBCUs, especially in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And they have represented the Southwest Athletic Conference as their champion, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, multiple times. Uh, it's one of the great, good football programs that they have. They got big guys, you know, they, they, they feed them boys real well, uh, <laughs> at all courts. So, uh, you got the buffet busters. Okay. That like are going to be ready for two lanes. So that should be you, the battle of the trenches should be one to watch, uh, in that game between all corn and two lane, uh, two lane, of course, should get the win. But, you know, as you've seen, oh, and y'all talked about it yesterday, as you've seen with a lot of, uh, these, uh, uh, what would used to be one double A programs, uh, uh, bowl championship or whatever you want to call it, the FCU. It's one of those. Whatever it is. Yeah. We can yeah. Enjoy. One of them things. Uh, <laughs> it's those, they've been getting some wins. Yeah. Against the D1 teams. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do against Tulane, but it's all, all in all, it's college football. Football is all the way back, yeah. baby, especially yeah. after last night. Yeah, it is. We back. You know, I, I, we I was, was going to get to that for a second. I will. One more, though. Nichols is at UL Monroe. And yes. obviously, we know our buddy Nick. Nick White's the voice uh, of the Warhawks up there. And they've, they've been Formally, waiting. He's actually okay. not even the voice of the Warhawks okay. anymore. He I got used you. to be. He's the ESPN Plus now. Right. Well, I'm sorry. He's moved up to television. There he he's go. moved on, moving up like <laughs> George and Weezy. You know what my point is? My point yes. is he's uh, he understands them there as well. And you're familiar with them. Dude, Malone Stadium and all that. I I, I remember Tulane playing there once, and I love it. What what is it? The the hawk comes out there like on a little airplane and everything. Yes, it's awesome, man. Oh. It's a great atmosphere, man. Yes, yes. Talent's out. You know that's going to be a fun Talons atmosphere. Out, I like that. Talent's out for the Warhouse. This is going to be a fun <laughs> atmosphere with Nichols and uh ULM. ULM's game day experience. Uh, the tailgating is re- it's so underrated. You know, you get out into the Grove. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you go out and have a little fun with the ULM faithful and get the game day experience, uh, with how it is. It's just really cool to go to a game at Malone Stadium. I would suggest it for anybody. I might actually be going out there this weekend, uh, for that game wow. between Nichols wow. and ULM. You know, that's where I came from was Monroe. Are you going and, to the uh, Sean Fox to... suite? I'm imagining he has a suite up there. Right? Man, I mean, you know, I'm not allowed yeah. in the suite. Oh, I don't okay. have the credentials for that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not on that level. I got to ask yet. Sean when I go on his show today, does he have a suite? Is he, you know, made a purchase to support the program being that he is the quintessential media member of Monroe? And they he, call it the Hawks Nest. The, the Hawks well, he Nest. <laughs> I think no, he, he, I think he would probably say he's got a branch close to the Hawks Nest, so he can kind of see. Around yeah, there. somewhere around there. He's, upper he's deck. A, he's up yeah, there. Yeah. Up the upper deck. Um, look, man, you know what? You mentioned it. We'll touch on it here as well. And, uh, and, and I think I might actually save it for you. I gotta find it. Give me a quick, here it is. Ready? This kind of, uh, pretty much, um, summarizes last night for you. 34. Allen stepping up. And now floating it downfield and digs it behind the secondary. Stumbles, but brings it in. Buffalo touchdown. 53-yard touchdown pass. Allen to Diggs. That made it 31 to 10. You know, I mean, it was ball game. I loved it. It was fantastic. A nice, relaxing Sunday evening for us here in New Orleans to see poor little Sean McVay and his, you know, unbelievable. It's crazy. I thought it was only Sean McVay that could develop an offense and a co- actually couldn't develop his quarterback. He got rid of golf. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. This is not about McVay and the love of fest and Diana Rossini. Oh, I don't even know how he sleeps that night. You know, the energy. Um, this is about you. How nice was that? That was for you, Saints fan. Mm-hmm. That one was for you. Thank you. We're taking it out on them for you. But no, that was great, man. It was, uh, you, you take away the, the turnovers that the Bills had with the fumbles. And Dude, they could have won by 50. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was a bloodletting. So can can real, I ask you a question? Cool to see. I yes. got I got interrupted. 
Ha- have you already sent either? I mean, you're you're kind of a big deal on social media, a million followers or so on TikTok and stuff. I mean, so I mean, I'm just saying you might have a voice. You might have a voice. Yeah, a little bit. Ma- may have a little voice. Have you sent anything towards the coaching staff of if you call one more run play by the quarterback? You're not allowed in a building. If Josh decides to take off and run because the play breaks down, that's football. They kept calling design quarterback runs. That guy is the walking MVP right now. Like, what are they? You were texting me and Buddy last night. You were losing whatever hair you have on your head because you and everybody, Marcus Spears, like national media members are going, what are you doing? Why are you running? Why are you running? And a lot of a, a lot of them were like, "Can we please stop calling running plays with Josh Allen?" Now I feel like Josh Allen is calling his own running plays, but that he's a man amongst men. I mean, did you see the stiff arm oh. that he had last night? I mean, oh. the dude—he's leaning into running to yeah. linebacker. Yeah. Like that touchdown yeah. was against Bobby Wagner, uh-huh. who's one of the best. Who's one of the best linebackers at his position? Mm-hmm. And you know, he's just going up against these guys because he's as big as they are. He's, He's two fifty. Yeah. He's a biscuit away from two sixty. A biscuit. Yeah. He's big dude. Yeah. So I mean, he's just, but that's what he does, and I, I'm not mad at him for it. You keep on doing your thing, big guy, because we got him. To win. All right. Well, give us our question of the day. We'll go to break, and then we will get going on this Friday. Is finally the Saints' regular season is on deck, and it leads to our question of the day. Your que- your question of the day. Here on the Sports Hangover, what are your keys to the Saints-Falcons game on Sunday? And what is your final score prediction? Ooh. Give us a call on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003. That's 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Nice. Right, so I'm giving you a little time to think of, you know, the key. And the score. We'll do that at 1245. We'll meet up again, and we'll uh, we'll look at some of these games here as well in the world of college football. Thank you, Professor. All right, talk to you soon. Sounds good. Quick break. We come back. Let's get to it. Uh, Jameis Winston, another clip was given yesterday from the Trust Levels podcast with Cam Jordan and Mark Ingram. I want to play when I get back because it should get you giddy, Saints fans. It should get you giddy about the possibility of what this offense can do. You'll hear it next on ESPN New Orleans. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN. ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. 
Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Let's hit it. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengal. I think when you when you got receivers that have a tenacity for getting open and getting the ball, uh, is always a plus for the quarterback in the team. Uh indeed. That's why one of the reasons despite Roy thinking it's gonna be a forty interception season. You gotta look at the offense and you gotta look who Jameis Winston is throwing the football to. Saints getting ready to take on the Falcons to open up the regular season, five and a half point favorites. At Atlanta, 12 P's or kickoff. Look, you, you know what I've been saying the last couple of weeks? After viewing OTAs, after viewing mini camp and a good amount of training camp practices, I legitimately feel as we sit here on September 9th that the New Orleans Saints not only are winning the division, they're going to contend in the NFC. I think their offense is going to be a very good offense. I really honestly do. In comparisons to what we saw a year ago, where literally Ralph Marlborough and others were having drinking games on first downs, I don't see that happening this year. Sure, there's a lot of, well, let's see and we'll see. And I get that. I don't live in that house. I don't live on that street. That's not how I go about my daily business. I pour a cup, half full, half empty, right? Which one are you? I think if you're content, well, let's see if Jameis does that. I had this conversation this morning when you know, you know who's Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette. I'm like, I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you and everybody else. If Jameis has a good game Sunday, well, let's see if he can do it against the Bucks. If the offense has a good, well, let's see if they can continue that again. Well, let's, let, have, what if they play a real team? Well, well, can he do it for the half of the season? Well, can he do it when, when the deep, if you're that person, then you're never going to enjoy the game. You're never going to enjoy anything. If you're always looking for, well, let's see if they... About Dennis Allen. Remember? I, I like to go back and forth with Scott and others. Man, can he even hold the price? Well, they won. Well, it was just the Falcons. Well, they won. It, they go. They start 3-0. and Beat the Falcons, Bucks, and Panthers. Well, the division teams, he knows who they are. Can, can, can he do it week four against Minnesota? I, I, again, you can live like that. That is your prerogative. I just use my eyes and observe, and I see a team that absolutely has a chip on its shoulder. And not just that, and again, I kind of touched on it yesterday a bit. It, it's not in comparison. It's not to disrespect. I This team has a certain feeling about Jameis Winston that's hard to deny, and it's hard to see. And in that Level and Trust podcast that dropped earlier this week, and they've been releasing clips on it, and I highly recommend you go and see it. you got two guys whose voices matter in that locker room, and Cam Jordan, and also in Mark Ingram. And there's there's a genuine connection there that you feel, and you can see it. And it's just with Jameis and everybody else there as well. But he touched on a handful of different things that, you know, Made a lot of sense. He talked about eating the double units because of beating Breeze or trying to, you know, win in the dome and all of that stuff. He touched on, uh, you know, the Madden rating when, when Mark Ingram was like, how is that stuff? But he also dropped this, or they dropped this clip. It's a minute 44. We've talked about this. A lot of times we forget it, but athletes are, are humans. They're, they're normal people at the end of the day. And you have to wonder how one feels when certain things happen to them that if happened to us, we would feel a certain way. Right? The man is told by the organization that drafted him, deuces. And then go get Tom Brady. What do they do? They win the Super Bowl. I think anybody, you and I, would be like, come on, man. I mean, that hurt a bit. Listen to how he talked about it on this podcast. He brought it up. And I think it's one of the things that I want to touch on because it also maybe makes me think of how I feel about Tampa and Tom Brady. 
But here's what he had to say about that. But let's talk about Tampa, man, because, like, man, I don't like talking about losses. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was, that was, that was a challenging time, you know, but I do, like, I never disrespect my teammates. I love my teammates, but I wish I could have took them to that level that happened the next year. And like, I still get motivated by that. And I still like, don't think about it much, but man, like, I love, like, doing my boys, like, y'all yeah, boys. Yeah, right. You sure. know what I'm saying? So like, we, we battle, like, that's something that I, I, I wanted to build and to see it happen. It made me really more hungry, right? And to see, like, honestly, to see who made it happen. Like, I was just like, man, this, that's why when I said to go, I said Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? I said hello. Right. But to see who made it happen, I was just like, man, okay, okay, Lord, like, I gotta wait. Yeah. Like, but I'm still, I'm still hunting and I'm grateful for all the stuff that went down. But them losses taught me more about me than I ever really understood in my life. Like, because I've been a winner, right? I've been number right. one, you know what I'm saying? But experiencing that at such a high level to me, right? It was like, man, like, where's my, where my mind at? Like, what, what am I thinking? Like, was I dreaming about coming to Tampa to win here? Was I dreaming about winning Super Bowls? Like, I need to focus on this Lombardi trophy more than anything yeah, else, yeah. more than these other things that's getting thrown my way, you know, whether it's the money, whether it's the opportunities, whatever it is, I need to focus on that trophy because focus on that crystal ball got to me where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. right? Focusing on being a, a, a two-time sport got to me where I wanted to be. Now it's like, how can I simply thinking about how can I serve my teammates in the Super Bowl? Kind of gives you a little insight to that motivation and where you see it. Remember, we kind of joked in the offseason. It seemed like every five minutes there was a new clip, something else that dropped. Uh, Jameis working out. I was like, man, his wife's got to be like, Jameis, dinner's on the table, man. Let's go. Like, he, you would see him in the backyard, and he's trying to throw it through a net. People made fun of the workouts. and The, the guy's constantly in there. I'm watching Tom Brady this week. Not only does he look like he's lost another 15 pounds. Have you heard all of his comments? It, it's elsewhere. Now, I'm not saying he ain't going to be focused when he takes on the boys and the Dallas team this weekend. That's not, that's not what I'm saying, but it weighs on you. When Drew started, you know, went from zero kids to fathering a football team, you know, it, it takes your time. And I think with Jameis being married, having a kid, and then reshaping the focus and everything happening there, I, I, I just, he sounds different. He looks different than the guy that everyone wants to continually bring up. From Tampa Bay. And you know what I've said. It's not the same. For a number of reasons. You, you want to be football specific. I've been screaming it. It's not the same offense. At all. You're not hut and chunk. That That's not what the Saints offense is. Also. Remember when he had Camp Winston. And had. Several Saints players, even Teddy B was a part of the workout. Remember, there's a clip in his video that his crew put together, and he's holding court. Film study. He's teaching Andy Dalton and them the offense. You know, same Andy Dalton didn't throw an incompletion in preseason. Same Andy Dalton looked pretty comfortable, right? Guy knows the offense. He's got a guy that set a record holder, you know, records with, with Thomas. He knows the offense. Landry says he's learning the offense. He can catch. He's a, again, five-time Pro Bowler. And I'm telling you, Chris Olave was built and made to be a a number one receiver in the NFL. Just wait. And it's the one thing that I took away from the game last night. And you guys, we can go back and forth on this. Because I'm running out of time and I want to play this one-minute clip. The Bills' offense is good. You saw that. Weapons everywhere. I think the Saints' offense has weapons everywhere. I think the Rams with Cup, and I mean, they can score too. You know what both of those teams don't have? A run game. A running back. Josh Allen was their leading rusher for the Bills. The Saints have Alvin Kamara, who yesterday, we're going to play Alvin coming out of this break. He was asked, are you faster? Did you, you remember the brief drive that we saw in that preseason game? Because it's preseason thirds. I hear you. And guess what you should do to third stringers? Carry them for about 12 yards. Blow by them. That's what he did. Alvin Kamara's going to have a monster year. You know why? Because when you saw it yesterday, what I've been screaming, and you saw with the Bills, space. When you have weapons and the threat of the deep ball, 
space is created. Here's Jameis Winston on what's his favorite play. Like, what what does he like about this Saints offense? And he has a little dry eraser board. He's holding court. Listen to how he describes the play, the personnel, and what you can do out of it. Integrity. Yes, sir. Right. So if he, if I can give him a bite a little bit, we got speed. Like, yeah. You know, talking about Deontay. Right. We got speed. Yeah. 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 And now matter. you got, now you got Chris Olave. Olave. <laughs> Olave would be probably, we'll, we'll switch up. He'll be at the Z just because yeah. they'll think that we gonna, uh, run with him. So right. they'll probably cloud to his side because of his speed. Yeah. So right. you put Olave and you put anybody in these other positions. You put Jarvis at the Z. Yeah, I don't want to get Mike talk. T. Mike T. Like, Mike T. Is the X. Uh, yeah. Mike num- T. Is the num- X. number seven. Uh, yeah. If he stayed number seven, who? You put Taysom at the F. Yeah. Listen, F. Mike T is our is our X, and right now we probably deucing to put Mike T at the Z. Mm-hmm. Right, we could swap him with Chris and all that. That's the thing about them, good receivers. They're interchangeable. They're interchangeable. <laughs> the X, you, the F, the Z, and you, the, and you that's put them. You put them where you want. Yeah. Yeah. Man, for you like he's normally the Z, and when he's not, you like. Yeah, so we ain't even talking about we talking about the play. We ain't talking about the strategy. We ain't talking about the thought process. We ain't talking about how we gonna. Execute this. And he goes on and on again. <laughs> Go look at the podcast. It just gives you an idea. And again, it, it, that's why I get the way I do when I hear nationally, even some local people, that this guy is not smart, doesn't know what he's doing. He is who he is. Can't run the Drew Brees offense. Can't do this. Can't, you know, Pete Carp. No problem. I'll just keep playing what you see. And I understand for some, they have to see it. Again, back to the start of the segment. Who are you? The half full or the half empty person. But again, if you like, we can listen to Pete Carmichael as well next segment. We'll hear him and Alvin Camaro when we come back to the sports hangover in ESPN New Orleans. At Thibodeau Regional Health System, we're elevating cancer services to unprecedented heights with the construction and opening of our new Cancer Institute, 80,000 square feet of the region's best cancer care, and a new home for more cancer doctors to fight more types of cancer. The latest technology, expanded research, and integrated wellness services. You deserve the best cancer care, so we built it. Because at Thibodeau Regional, we take our role as the leader in fighting cancer seriously. Is your job recession-proof? Now might be the perfect time to switch careers and become an IT professional with My Computer Career. IT is listed as one of the top recession-proof professions. You could have your dream job in just months, not years. No experience needed. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. What LeBron James is setting up for is creating a lottery for drafting his son. And whoever drafts his son, LeBron James will opt out to play with his son. Mark that down. I'm telling you, it's going to create a whirlwind of attention. LeBron wants to play with his son to cement his legacy when it's all done. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. I mean, that's what I love to do, man. I love football. I love coming out here competing. I love working on my game. I love taking coaching and and, and trying to collaborate with my coach and and find ways to do something better and uh, create separation and just make highlights. Ah, make highlights. I can't wait. Just a couple of days away. Looking forward to my conversation with Brandon Leak from home team over there 
in Atlanta morning show at 680 The Fan. I just want to know what it's like to know you're starting 0-1. We're going to have a little fun with it. Ralph, um, Marbo was time to talk a little bit about it too, about some of the things that concern him. So I'll ask him, like, legitimately, what's the, the feeling in Atlanta and what, who do they like, um, up there and think that can, you know, make their team, uh, compete uh, on a weekly basis. Rafael Esparza will go over the college games, NFL games as well with him. Ross Jackson's going to join us at 205. He's traveling over to Atlanta to go check out that series or that game as well over the weekend. Big Faye 504. That's Marlon Favorite. If you want to follow him over on Twitter, Leo Haggerty as well. He sent me a picture at Buck Practice this morning. There's Tom Brady. And then there he is. Anyway, so we will touch on all of that and more on today's show. But I want to kind of get to a couple of things that took place yesterday after practice. And Alvin Kamara was asked again um, about his speed, his play, and all that. I think just as important, though, and it's something that I brought up last year often, you could see, and even the year before that, him starting to take more ownership of the team, the organization, you were like you know, being a captain. You know, from going out there when CD Deuce was nicked up and picking him up saying, we need you. Uh, you remember last year where Marquez Callaway said going into that first game, he was like, oh, look, you know, we need you and, and kind of picked him up and, and, and calmed him down before going out there and playing. He got selected to be a captain this year. And he was asked yesterday about being captain. It mean a lot, you know. I think um, everybody was kind of like laughing, joking, like you've been a cap, but you know, just to get the the title and get that C on my jersey is it's definitely meaningful. Um, and I mean, it's it's my teammates voting for me, so it's a double compliment. Love it. You heard him say that, right? It's like you've been a captain. You've been seeing it. A guy leads by example in doing that. What what's crazy is if you remember a lot of times, especially last year. He was nicked up. He's been nicked up the last two years. Well, I think part of the reason, too, though, is, you know, um, the fact that he's been the focus because of a lack of weapons. It nicks him up and things of that nature. He was asked if this is the best training camp yet for him. Mm, I, just, I mean, I feel good. Uh, year six, I feel like I know a lot. Um, I feel like, like every other uh, offseason, I think my preparation is what – uh, leads me into camp. So, I mean, I, I had a healthy off season again this past off season, and I just came in ready, you know, just focused. Yeah, no doubt. Now, also one of the things that he was asked about was Dennis Allen being the head coach. It's cool. It's the same. I mean, I, I, I like DA. I mean, as a player, obviously I'm on the other side of the ball, but you know, since I've been here, DA been cool. I think he about his business, straightforward. Um, I mean, he he demands every day out of his guys like the utmost, you know, work, drive, push, and, like grit, everything. He demands that every day. So, I think with him being the head coach, it's it's no drop off. It's not really any change. I mean, a couple scheduling things, but other than that, I think it's like we it's like we ain't miss a beat really. I think with DA at the at the head. Again, not for me because no one wants to believe me. I guess. That's from Kamara. It's from other players as well. About the comfortableness and how he handles it and talks to him. Remember, some of the schedule changes he's referring to is usage, days off, things of that nature that he's learned from. And then, of course, what's it like to play in Atlanta on Sunday? You always ask me that when we play Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't either, like, I always tell you, like, I don't really – I don't care about going home like, and playing. It's another game, like – the the opponent is faceless, you know. I mean, the only thing that's different, I get a little sm- uh, smack talk from my people at home, but you know, like I tell them, I, I, I'll tell y'all what I tell them after the game on Sunday. Oh, I like that. Also, one of the things it's hard to believe he's been here a bit, right? So, mentoring younger players on the team. You can ask any of these dudes, anybody, young, older, vet. Like, I mean, I give I give my two cents whenever I see something, but I mean, just I kind of I'm more like intimate, I think, more one-on-one. Like, I'll go up to a dude and pull him and, and tell him something. But I think everybody knows that. They know I'm not the most vocal dude. Like, But I, I talk when it's when it's necessary for the most part. But uh, I think it's been it's been that since I've been here. Like, I kind of just – I feel like I lead by example. All right. So when is it necessary to give a talk? We set a certain standard. I think we say that every year, all of us. I think that's an echoing message. We set a certain standard um, in this locker room on this, on this team 
um, over the years, especially, I mean, since I've been here. So, you know, when that when I feel like that level of, I guess, competitiveness or, you know, um, grind kind of drops a little bit, that's when I get to, you know, saying, give my two cents. I love it. One of the other things yesterday was uh, Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator, getting a chance to chat going into his, you know, first game this year. And again, you heard Jameis earlier in the week. He's called games. He mentioned the fact that even when Peyton was suspended or, you know, didn't coach last year against Tampa, I mean, he, the guy that calls the plays and has a voice. That said, I, I, and I understand it. You know, how, how is his game plan, his play calling, his philosophy, how is it different from Sean's? Uh, I think that um, I would say for the most part it's what I've been a part of for the last however many, 16 years, and then uh, you know, Dennis has made a few adjustments to the schedule, just but nothing uh, that would be out of the ordinary as far as just offensive game planning. We, we're pretty much on the same schedule, same track, and uh, um, just a few tweaks here or there, but nothing major. Obviously, with different opponents or with different personnel, you're going to cater to them, he mentioned. And I think the other thing is none of that matters, though, unless that offensive line is healthy. Yeah, I think that uh, you know every guy that's in the building, they're here for a reason, and you just know during the course of a season that – you know, injuries are going to come up and issues like that. But it's it's uh, it's been pleasant to have those guys out there and and uh, you know just getting really the eleven out there and going. It's been it's been it's been great. On a couple of players specifically, was asked about Michael Thomas. Yeah, it's been it's been nice to you know have him out there doing some things and uh, obviously you know he's been such a productive and big part of what this offense is about. So we've been real uh, real excited to have him out there and uh, doing a good job. How specifically has he helped that offense? Yeah, I think yeah, well, obviously just you look at like I said you just look at the production over the you know the last you know when he's been out there and been and playing and how how he's just such a you know for us um you know he just creates that opportunity for the quarterback that you're so confident that when you throw the ball you know he's coming down with it so it's, it's obviously been uh, a great pleasure to have him out there and going his thoughts on Jameis now being the signal call there's no doubt was I think no one would ever question his passion and love for the game I mean he is all football and, um, you know, just coming back since, the, you know, last year and just every minute of his time that he could be spending to get himself where he's been at right now has been just all football and all, you know, taking care of his body. And finally, starting against Atlanta, how helpful is it? Yeah, I think obviously first game of the year, uh, you're always, I think every team in the NFL has got to be ready for something maybe that you haven't seen. Maybe they're doing a little something different. So I think, you know, that's, wouldn't, we wouldn't be the only team that's expecting that, but obviously um, there's some familiarity with the opponent, yes. No doubt. Um, one of the other things, again, I mentioned about Jameis Winston. I don't know if you remember hearing it earlier in the week when he spoke on Wednesday, so I might have played it yesterday or not. But what's the offense look like with Pete Carmichael as opposed to Sean last year? It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty similar, um, but, but, but Pete has, has his uh, he has his voice, you know. You know I, I believe Pete has been with Sean for so long that he knows the ins and outs. But Pete is a great offensive coordinator. You know, uh, the, the two years that we didn't have Coach Payton call the plays, you know, I, I don't want to two-piece horn, but, like, the Saints was the most explosive offense in Saints history, you know. And, and I think it was, it was 11 or 12. Uh, it was 12. Well, we did some amazing things with Pete Carmichael uh, on the mic. So uh, we all believe in him. Uh, again, we have a, a, a group of uh, incredible Offensive staff. We have an incredible offensive staff. Uh, I think it's a blessing that we get. You know, we have Zach Street, who who was a part of, you know, those explosive offenses on the on the offensive line, and we got Doug Marone, who uh, who you know was the first offensive coordinator uh, when when Sean uh, first came in. And, you know, with the addition of RC uh, being in the quarterback room with his expertise and a lot of other things, I think we have a good team uh, together. RC Ronald Curry, who yesterday as well, P. Carmichael mentioned. He thinks he's ready to call plays, and he's going to be an offensive coordinator soon as well. And and that's why you heard Jameis Winston talk about the room. It's not just, hey, Pete, what do you want done? And he mentioned that's why specifically the other assistants, their expertise, and how it's a collaborative effort. He also brought that same notion up when he was talking about the receivers this year. And the question was, like, how, how are you going to improve and, and what is it that you want to do? Uh, it, it really never stops um, just because of we got different concepts, you know. And I think I, I think our, our, our staff does a good job of uh, putting guys in the right places to run different routes. Uh, so, I mean, I, I take pride in the uh, 
the growth pro the growth mindset of, of what all what what y'all do. You know, can I communicate better with the offensive line? How can I communicate better with the tight ends, receivers, running backs? So uh, it, that's that's that thing never stops. You know, as the season goes on, it's gonna get better and better. So we'll see. Again, just a couple of days away, and finally we can see this into motion as well. So last night, you obviously had that Thursday night game. Did you download the DraftKings app and enjoy that game using the promo codes for that Thursday game? Did you? Did you not? If not, obviously week one's coming up. So here's another opportunity for you to enjoy DraftKings, and it's super easy, super simple for you to go out there and enjoy it. Download it. Once you do, put in the promo code LaRose. If you are a new customer, check this out. Bet five bucks, get $200 in free bets instantly. Also, everyone, new customers and existing customers, early win promotion. That's what they call it. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team. And if your team leads by 10 in this one, at any point during the game, you get paid instantly even if the team loses. So last night it was seven. This weekend it's 10. They lead by 10, and you get paid then. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can use the promo code LaRose. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday by using the promo code LaRose. If you go with the early win promotion, that's up 10, you win, no matter if they win or lose the game. Got it? So that's two things right there to pay attention to in week number one. Got a lot of fun games to look at it there as well. We come back, though, we'll join a professor. We'll look at some of the college games, including the ones that we'll focus on here locally. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Just don't let me down. Now to enjoy two years free maintenance with every new Toyota and low APR options on several models. Shop truckloads of new Toyotas online, GregLeBlancToyota.com, or at the store. And we want your trade. So check out the winning team. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg's got the deals. The other day, my friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a pool dew out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Ask our professional parts people about the loaner tool program today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. Phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Coming up top of the hour, we'll go to Atlanta. We'll talk to Brandon Leak. Part of the morning show over there. And, you know, I'm sure he's excited. I mean, it's a new season. I guess there could be some hope. I... <laughs> Look, I'm not overlooking them. I'm not overlooking them. Just not nearly as nervous as some people. That's all. I have reasons, though, why I feel that way. 800-998-1003, the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. If you'd like to chime in and answer our question of the day, it's real simple. That question of the day is, I need a prediction. Give me a key to victory and a score. What say you? What do you have? And also, um, 
What do you think if you are a Southern Miss fan going up to Miami? 25-point underdogs. LSU fans, Southern Jag fans, how you feel about the 6.30 kickoff? That will be on the SEC Network, by the way, if you want to check that out. First time these two schools are playing one another. Tiger fans, like, what specifically do you want to see? You want to see the defense get off the field? Do you want to see Kayshawn Butte actually catch a pass? I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, what what are you looking for this week that will make you feel better about what happened last weekend? Can anything make you feel better? Like, legit, I'm just asking. I'm not picking. I'm not having fun. I just, what will make you feel better by based on what you see? Tulane and Alcorn State. As the professor says, that's coming up at six o'clock for the Green Wave. Again, we touched on it with Corey Glore yesterday. The importance of them being able to start, I think, at least three one going into that Houston game, huh? Would be the key for that. Eastern Michigan at UL six o'clock on the NFL Network is when that's going to come on, and that is an eleven and a half point favorite. Are the Cajuns there? They look to make it, what, win number 15 in a row for that to happen. And Nichols is at UL Monroe, 7 o'clock over there on ESPN3. So, Mr. Professor just kind of went over some of the local games there about uh, what they have. And one of the things that I think stand out to me is I think the some of these games are going to be, you know, I mean, like Southern Miss. I mean, against you, you know, Miami. That's not going to be pretty, you know. <laughs> but you mentioned a little bit about LSU and Southern Tulane, all Corn State, and uh, and some of those schools going on here as well. But when you look at the national slate, they got some pretty interesting games. Obviously, starting with some of the eleven o'clock kickoffs, we touched on it a little bit ago. So let's kind of run through, I guess, some of the ones that really highlight the day. Alabama being twenty point favorites. As they travel to Austin, the over-under is 65.5 there. Who do you like, Bama or Texas with the points? Oh, oh, Bama. They're, they're going to cover easily uh, against Texas. And, you know, again, as I was saying earlier in the show, you're taking the halftime line might be your safe bet for that game. Yeah, look, I, I understand – you know, it's Texas, and I get all of that, but I, I think Bama's on a mission right now, uh, to say the least, you know, when you look at it. Some of the other games of note, uh, when you look at some top 25 games, it, is Tennessee and Pittsburgh an interesting one, too? Tennessee's ranked 24th. They're falling back in the top 25, feeling good about themselves. Last year, when it had their moment to shine, you had that game where, I remember, when everybody was throwing stuff on the field against Ole Miss and they hit uh, Lane Kiffin and all that. They're yeah. at Pittsburgh, 17th ranked Pitt. So this is a, a top 25 battle here. Tennessee at Pitt. The Vols are six-point favorite. The disrespect on Pittsburgh after what transpired in the backyard brawl, mm-hmm. the disrespect on the Panthers is palpable that Tennessee, and I think it's the SEC bump oh, for Tennessee being on the road. Okay. Uh, so I, I think it's the SEC bump for them to be a six point favorite. I'm actually going with Pittsburgh in this one. I would take Pittsburgh plus the points. Mm. Uh, with, uh, you know, Pitt as a six point dog at home is an enticing bet. And I'm going to go ahead and jump at it. I think everybody's just, I know there was a time here in this state where it was just nauseating the, the love for USC and you know what Reggie and Liner and all those guys and there was a Trojan this and Trojan that when Edo was there all of that right and then they went through obviously hard times they're they're 10th now they're ranked 10th in the country 630 ABC take it on Stanford I love Stanford I love the program love the head coach there USC 8 point favorite this would be a massive win for Stanford does USC have the talent do you think to, to win this game, or can USC pull off the stunner here, or at the very least, uh, lose under eight, which would make you a winner if you take the points? I, I think uh, USC covers mm. in this game. I feel like there's about to be a renaissance for that program. Yeah. Uh, they'll finally start to get back to close to where they were under Pete Carroll. Uh, I don't think they're going to get all the way there just yet, but they're trending in the right direction. So I say uh, they cover. Uh, against Stanford. I want to say Stanford, right? I, I do. Of course. But USC dropped some points, dude. And, and Caleb Williams, 
I mean, is the deal. I mean, he is. Right. Yeah. And, um, for a bit, I know even some LSU fans were wondering if he he transfer over here or not. So, um, he's good. And so I'm with you. I do think at the end of the day, man, that that program's got some transfer receivers. They got them as well. You know, and Lincoln Raleigh's out there to prove that that mansion they gave him right on the on the cliff of the Pacific Ocean is worth it, man. Did you see his place? Did you see his place? It's ridiculous. On their yeah. dime, by the way, bro. My good God, man. Um, Baylor and BYU, man. Look, look what the Bears are. Ranked ninth in the country at 21st ranked BYU, though. BYU is favored, Nick, by three points. And this is one of those things where you go, what does Vegas know? Baylor is ranked ninth at 21st ranked BYU, but Baylor is favored. Why? I don't know. Uh, that's another one of those things. Where I honestly don't know, but I'm going to tell you, that's another one of those things where you look at that line and you're wondering, was there just so much action uh-huh. uh, going to the other side that they had to throw that line out there to get somebody to bet on the other team? Uh, that's what it kind of feels like. That I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Huh? Like, I feel like they're really just trying – they're – it, I, uh, oh yeah, that's, that's an ugly one. I wouldn't, okay. I'm not gonna touch that one at all. I'm gonna say the game of the night for me is six o'clock ESPN, Kentucky, ranked 20th in the country. At 12, ranked Florida. Florida went from unranked to beating seventh ranked Utah to now being 12th ranked. They are favored by six and a half. Paul Feinbaum earlier this week on ESPN says he picks the Gators rather easily in this game here. Anthony Richardson, dude, was making some plays there. Look, this would be uh, the start that you would dream of if you're Napier and the fan base over there, right? An upset over number seven, another ranked win against Kentucky that's ranked 20th, 2-0 at home, getting you going. I mean, I, I, I don't think anyone envisioned, because if they do win this one and there's some upsets or, you know, I don't see a lot of other ones, but I mean, they, they may, depending on how they win, if they win. I mean, Florida 10 or, or lower after two games. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, Gainesville would be, uh, you know, bananas, uh, when it comes to that. I, I, I like the Gators, even though six and a half's a lot. Six and a half is a lot. A lot. And Kentucky is a dangerous team. Oh. You know, they got that big win over Miami of Ohio last week. Uh, scored 37 points in that one. You know, they, they can put points on the board. Uh, Florida is, Florida's a strong team though. I, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as fine bomb and say you, I, I pick them rather handily, mm-hmm. but I think Florida can win by a touchdown. So I would say that they cover. All right. Let's do the local team. Southern Miss and Miami. Canes, right? I mean, I'm, do we even Miami. need Okay. okay. <laughs> but even though 25, of course it's 25. LSU and Southern. Well, you know, there's not really going to be a line on that one because Southern is FCS. Right. Uh, but I, of course I would go with LSU in that one, but if I'm, I would say LSU by three touchdowns. Okay. Maybe four. They two, could score 50. What about Tulane and Alcorn? Do you think this game's close? I kind of feeling, uh, I think this, this game's going to be inside of 13 points. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, Tulane by two touchdowns. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, so, well, two touchdowns, 14, so it's around the, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah. Eastern Michigan at UL, again, they're going for win number, what, 15 in a row. NFL Network, 11 and a half point favorites at 6 o'clock. Can the Cajuns do it? Yes. All right, easy enough. Yes, um, they can. <laughs> Nichols and UL Monroe, man. What do you think? Woo! Uh, <laughs> I, I, I put, I say UL Monroe wins, but that's going to be a hot ticket to Monroe. I, I look at Nichols to, to scare the Warhawks, but uh ULM and Bowden pull out that victory. All right, easy enough. Anything else on the college slate that kind of gets your attention there? I'm kind of, you know, indifferent on a couple of other games, but um Ohio State and Arkansas State, that line is 44 and a half <laughs> uh in the favor of Ohio State and uh, I would absolutely look at them to cover. Really? Uh, really? Oh, 44 and a half. Have you seen Arkansas State, bro? No, no, but that's no. a lot of points, man. That no. is a lot of Ohio, points. Ohio State by fifty at least. All right, uh, Arkansas and South Carolina. Arkansas is an eight and a half point favorite in that one. I would uh, for that one, I would say take the under. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, for that game. It's a 53-point over-under. I'd go for the under uh, with Arkansas and South Carolina. Uh, you got Vandy and Wake Forest. Vandy is uh, Wake Forest is favored by 13, 13 points in that one on the road against Vanderbilt, and I would actually look at them to cover uh, for that game. And Kansas State and Missouri is another one that I'm looking at. Kansas State as seven and a half point favorite at home, uh, over Mizzou. Uh, I would actually take the under on that one, uh, with it being 56 points. Uh, for, no, I'd actually take the over, okay. uh, for that one. Uh, looking at Missouri, uh, 56, uh, 56 point over under. I'd take the over in that game. But yeah, a lot of nice little lines and over unders and money line matchups. Uh, coming up this weekend that you guys will really take a look at. Alright, that is the professor. We'll chat with you later in the show. We'll do NFL games, sir. When we come back, we'll oh, go to Atlanta. Yeah. Brandon Lee, part of the morning show up there at 680 to fan. How's he feeling about this weekend? We'll do that next on ESPN New Orleans. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him.